Whole squad posting looking like we on defense. All drip first team this season. Welcome back, ladies and germs. Episode 50 of Survival of Fitted, your favorite podcast, favorite podcast. You're listening to your favorite co-host, Joe Williams, a.k.a. Joe Exotic. And we have none other than he and Pierno today. How are we doing today, my guy? Ladies and germs, you can't say that anymore. We're still in a panini, in a pandemic. You We're can't still say in germs. A panoramic. That's a trigger word. I am triggered. I am offended by said um, word. Actually, because you know I'm the king of transitions, right? Mm-hmm. I take anything. I'm like, speaking of Balenciaga, did you know that? Anyway, speaking of being triggered, um, it's almost April. And that means it's a good month for people to be triggered. We have just officially, I feel like we've been talking about it for a while, but we've officially started working on the All League Fits teams. Um I like to not be accountable for my actions. So this year, it's not just me picking. It is a mix. We have like a panel of Mm -hmm. like 10-ish people. That includes like Nick Young, Liz Cambage, um, and some other movers in the fashion world. Mm -hmm. Those are going to count for 50% of the vote. Then we're going to do a a fan vote, which is going to count for 25% of the vote. And then... Me and Joe are going to be the other 25% of the vote. We're going to make our selections together, um, which is proving difficult, but we've already got like our first team down. Not going to spoil it, though. Um, but holy shit, this is the hardest year it's ever been to pick the All-League Fits teams. It's true. I didn't think it'd be this hard, though. I'm not going to lie. Look, I'm not going to lie. Like it was, it was hard for a different type of reason. I feel like last year there was like a, there was like a five and now there was like I feel like there was like a front runner top five for the most part. Yeah. And this year now there's like a front runner top three and like everybody else kind of seeped into the second team. So now mm-hmm. to try to pick two the top two of like the second team that should be like ten people is like trying to do rocket science. So yeah, it's, a little tough. it's it's tough. And anyone listening, um, by the time this pod comes out, uh, we might already have the link out for you guys to vote. If not, it'll be coming soon this week. Um, it's it's so tough. Like uh, we I made a ballot and there's also like a write in part so you can add anyone. But like the ballot includes 40 players fighting for 15 spots. And I think all 40 could have an argument that they, they should like be on a team. Yeah, this it's. Difficult to say the least. The second team was kind of harder than the first team in a way. Low key. Because it was like, low key. yeah, that was tough. It's tough. Um, so when so you guys see the list, just know that all the wrong picks were done by the guy who I'm talking to right now. You know, <laughs> if you like the picks. Just, but we're only saying. 25% of the vote. No, that's TBD. That's TBD. I, and we maybe all bump us up to 30 because we know more than the people. Actually, fuck it. I just did it. I just bumped our vote up to 30%. Whoa. A live moment right now. You're seeing history in in real time. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, But Joe, we had an interesting conversation today because I'm not even going to name the player because I want the teams to be a surprise. Yeah. Um, But there was a player I had on my first team. Um, You did not have him on your first team. And the free hashtag free Joe movement, shout out our OG followers, really came full circle because we had a little debate and you successfully convinced me and i'll let you explain it but the basis of this debate was 
the basis of the debate was was basically it was like, and you know, players have stylists. You're a stylist. Yeah, you get you get how it works. So a lot of the times, these players don't really own the clothes that they wear. So, but when you say that, you don't you don't literally. Do you mean literally like own like purchase? I do also mean literally like a lot of the times it's like wear this. I'm gonna send it back. Wear this. I'm gonna send it back. But But when you say specific example. mm I, what I mean by own is like the clothes are wearing the person and it doesn't look like he is wearing the clothes. So I don't know how, to, ah, man, it's tough. It's tough to explain it, but a lot of times it looks gimmicky. Like some players look gimmicky and it looks like they're wearing like costumes. And I think that was like my disconnect, but that's where I'm coming from with it. In yeah. The- Joe went on the, like this beautiful iMessage monologue yesterday. Um, I was like literally on like a deadline on another project that I was just like abusing because I was continuing to have this spirited debate with Joe and listening to his monologue. And and it did make sense. Like, I think there is like extra credit to give to guys where the clothes like just look natural on them. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it looks like what games at seven o'clock, you get to the arena at four 30. Like it looks like they put that shit on at like 3 3 30 p.m and like it felt natural like they picked it out of their closet you know what i mean i think like there is something to be said for this clothes looking like it, it fits the person you know what i mean mm-hmm. um like even like nick young for example like he wore like some kind of crazy costume-esque outfits right but I think it always looked really natural on Nick. Like it always looks like, and and it was natural. Like he does all his shit himself, but like shit never looked unnatural on Nick. You you feel me? Yeah. To piggyback off that, when you think about someone like Jordan Clarkson, who Mm -hmm. has like consistently been on the first team since I've been alive, it looks like he owns every single thing that he wears. It looks like he styles every single thing that he wears and he like, it embodies him. But there's some other players who, it doesn't. And it's like too gimmicky. And JC never falls in that category. So shout out to him. But shout out to JC. Obviously, we can spoiler alert. JC is on both of our first teams. Yeah, um, for sure. But yeah, and I, I totally feel that. And like JC rewears pieces, which I think is fucking cool. Uh, mm-hmm. I, there was a, a while back, someone, people were commenting Gachet, like rewore some jeans. And I was like, bro, like, it's fine, especially if you wear them differently. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just posted um, I just posted this picture of D-Lo yesterday. He had like this oversized striped shirt that he's worn like two or three times last year. Yeah, so. the uh, rugby shirt. Um, yeah. And it looks great. And he wears it in different way, in different environments. And like, I, I, I love that because it's his. You know what I mean? I, I think that's super cool. Um, what's the saying? How's it go? Let the clothes wear. No. You wear, wear your clothes. clothes. Yeah. Don't let the clothes wear yeah. you. You wear the clothes. Yeah. Don't let the clothes wear you. So I think that's something that even I honestly hadn't thought about a lot before because I'm just like, ooh, Rick Owens. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but there is something like totally to to be said for that. And even like styling, like I can relate to that. Like my favorite outfits I've done for like Miles, for example, are the ones that just like fit him kind of like naturally. Like for example, when we did the the cowboy outfit, that was one of like not my favorite outfits because it was like literally a costume. He's it's like, a I want to dress up yeah. like a, it's a costume. Yeah. But um shit, honestly on him it kind of felt natural because I think he thinks he actually is a cowboy. He actually mm-hmm. might be a cowboy. 
Um, but like, yeah, I totally, I, I, I totally feel what you mean. And that's something that like, it made me like re-examine my whole board. I was like, who looks the most natural in their clothes? Mm-hmm. How, what about yeah. like you personally? Like, cause my friends have, you know, always like, let me know or whatever. If I'm like, is the difference between like trying to be, make a statement versus like stepping too far out of bounds where like that doesn't even mm-hmm. look natural. And I've said this before, like 57 episodes ago, but like. I feel like my friends do a good job of like keeping me in check where they're like, okay, like this is the clothes that you wear also matches the music that you listen to. And it also matches like the lifestyle you live. But like, yeah, there's some people where it doesn't and it looks like a costume. And like, for I that, feel that you're going to, you're not going to make the first team or the second team or whatever team. Like, yeah, it takes into with, consideration with my wardrobe, um, which is like developed a lot in the past few years. Like I came to LA in 2019 with like nothing um but like for me like i want people like if you saw the back of my head in my outfit like you would still know it's me like you would be like oh that shit's hard but like you can still figure out like it's ian like just based out Mm -hmm. on the outfits like i always try and like stick to like my aesthetic a little bit i mean i can be bold i can be calm but like i don't want anyone to be like nah that can't be ian because look at that outfit you know what i mean that makes sense. Ian has a There's, Ian has an aesthetic for those listening. Ian, I I recently purchased my first pair of Converse. I just want to clap it up. You know, what I'm saying shout out, shout trainers. out, Joe, shout out. But I say all that to say that's like Ian's uniform. Every time I linked up with Ian, it's like he's wearing like Converse, some probably flamboyant <laughs> jeans, maybe an oversized T shirt, shaved head, might throw like a cap on or might not. You got like a skateboard, just like this like cool dude with like <laughs> the nails painted. Only one side of his body is tattooed. Only one side of his hand is painted. His fingernails. He has a whole thing. Like it makes sense. It's like everybody has their own little avenue that they play in. But yeah, you play too far out the avenue. It doesn't really work sometimes. The tattoo and nail painting. So yeah, I only paint the nails on my right hand and I only get tattoos on the right hand of my body. And that's because my right side of my body is for art. And then the left side of my body, because I'm left-handed, is for making art. Oh, you explain that to, to me, but first time yeah. on air. Yeah. I don't relate. I'm a symmetry guy. So like, if I have tattoos on my left hand, I went and got a tattoo on my right hand. Except uh. my legs. I'm only, I, I'd only... Like I only have my left leg tatted, and I probably would only tat my left leg. But other than that, I feel you. It's officially that time of the year again. It's March Madness, and I am Tate Fraser of the Titus and Tate Podcast, and I'm here to tell you about the world of Five Star, a six-part narrative podcast series about the best basketball camp you've never heard of. It was literally seven days of you're not going to sleep much, the food sucks, it's hot as hell, and you're running a camp. You ready for this? Outside? What? This is the story of Howard Garfinkel and how his five-star basketball camp built the greatest players and the greatest coaches in the game today. One of those coaches is in his final NCAA tournament, Coach K of the Duke Blue Devils, and this is how he became the superstar coach that we know and love today. Take advantage of these last two days because being here is something special. This is the world of five-star. Come along for the journey as we explain all the legends and leaders of March and how they came to be at one basketball camp in the summertime. So go download and subscribe to the World of Five Star wherever you get your podcast today. Yeah. Fill you on that. Um, 
Speaking okay. of cool tattoos, though, because I wanted to, I wanted to use my option to segue, my opportunity transition. Fit of the week for me for Joe Williams, aka Joe Exotic. Kelly Oubre Jr. pulled up with a really cool fit, and I really want to give my flowers. He had like the green cardigan on with the yellow pants, mm-hmm. the soul Bob Marley t-shirt. shirt. Then he got the nail paint. I haven't painted my nails in a minute, but that made me reconsider. Oh, I didn't even notice his nails were painted. I'm going to pull that up right now. It's also so I can tell people when the post was. I think we posted that. Was it yesterday? No, it was a couple of days ago, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Okay, so this Kelly Oubre look. Three oh, yes. Ago. It was three days ago. So if you're listening to this on Wednesday, it's four days ago. Um, yeah, green cardigan, shades, painted nails, rings. Rings are so underrated, underrated, overrated, underrated. Like, underrated. I feel like wearing, having rings on your fingers just really elevates your outfit. But yeah, he kind of has like a khakis and like a super basic pine green Jordan 1, but it works. Like, he's wearing the clothes. He's where he's Kelly Ray Jr. Another great yeah. example, someone who mm-hmm. your clothes they fits him. It fits him. And his shit is he'll wear some wild shit too. Yeah. So it's not like it's not like we're like poo pooing wild shit, but like Kelly Oubre wears some wild shit. But it's like yeah, fuck yeah, that's Kelly. He's like a wild um, dude though. Like he's gonna like dunk on someone and then like blow the kisses and it's just like it fits his aesthetic. I it feel that. Makes sense. Um, Thanasis commented. Thanasis right. is like the biggest league fits cheerleader. Like, I think Thanasis comments, like, three fire emojis on, like, two or three League Fits posts a day. Oh, uh, you know what? Yeah, he has, actually, as I'm looking at this. <laughs> and I love that. Um, but, hard. yeah, so, anyway, the whole fam, we're, we're big, we're big, we're big Ubre. That That's my fit of the week, though. Oh, sure. really? Okay, there we go. Yeah. Also, Dude, JC love, had but... a really cool fit, too. JC yeah. had a really cool fit the other day, too, with the orange pants, with no one knows what kind of shoes he has on. Oh, yeah, yeah the baggy ones. I, uh, yeah. Also, bro, I love Bob Marley. Did you know, fun fact, me and Bob Marley have the same Zodiac chart. Oh, really? Don't know like what that our, means, like, but. Like our big you. three, like our like sun, moon, and rising, me and Bob Marley have the exact same three. Bob Marley, I don't, man. I could use some of his energy because I'm kind of a bitch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Bob Marley energy. Um, so the kids, have you seen what the kids are up to this week? The kids. Yeah, the kids. No. Um, so, ironically, one of the first things we ever talked about on this podcast was the Balenciaga Fortnite collab. Um, and Fortnite has a new collab for the kiddos. And it's not an alligator. I'm talking Lacoste. I got it crazy. It was Okay, I feel you on that. But it was Minecraft. But either way, Lacoste. Oh, it's Minecraft. Minecraft. Oh, fuck. Fuck yeah. Minecraft. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. But yeah, I kind of like it's, that. I feel like it merges. They, it it yeah, makes put, sense. Put these kids on. Put these Target t-shirt kids on. You know what I mean? I don't know how yeah. that's going to work, though. Because like Minecraft, isn't it? Um, like it's like super. It's 3D. I'm trying to think of the word. But it's like, you know, it's like you. the game is like in like 240p. Yeah. It's like. So pixels. I wonder how this like do you like the characters like are kind of just like a square. I'm interested like do you do you, is are you dripping out your your character like what's just a bunch of swaggy pixels walking around free world? Yeah, is there just like a little alligator pixel? Like alligator is pretty detailed. Like how does that work? We will see. We will see. Yeah, that is very. I suppose interesting. we will. Um, but in kids that are probably cooler than the Minecraft kids. Shout out to Minecraft though. Never played, but looks lit. 
it has to be lit if these kids are obsessed with it. I heard Minecraft um, was like the number one game in the world, if I'm not mistaken. I believe that, bro. There's a uh, there's a 14 year old on our 2K Pro Am team. Um, his name is Brayden, and he lives in Indiana. And he hit a buzzer Shout beater shot. He hit a buzzer beater shot last week on a quarter three, assisted by your boy. Um, nobody else on our team is younger than 24, but this kid put 50 on our boy in the rack, and we invite him to the party. And we're like, "Yo, you got to come play with us." That's hard. Um, anyway, when he's not on 2K, we have to like invite him. We're like, "Bro, can you get off Minecraft? We need one more for pro." <laughs> <laughs> he's like nah 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 I'm like finishing this Minecraft shit we, uh, we gotta hop on out. Minecraft yeah let's hop on Minecraft just for just so we can get the Lacoste collab yeah might have to do that um, and if it space. doesn't work out for us um, there's a different kid that we can get to make a sweater for us wholesome moment wholesome moment um, Scott can you put in like a aww. Aww. like like some kind of aww. like you know like what's, in a sitcom when they'd what's the world's like smallest violin reaction. Aww. Um, okay, it's been a bad year for Russell Westbrook and the Lakers, um, but people forget that he has a family, and in maybe the most wholesome shit ever, this was posted late Monday night, it's also in the League Fits Reels for anyone who wants to go look, um, Russell Westbrook wore this cashmere sweater, and on the sweater, um, it was a drawing that his son Noah made him for his birthday. And then his son got the drawing, like, uh, I don't think it was embroidered, but like knit into the sweater. Yeah. So like even nicer. And Noah Westbrook was like, yeah, he's like, no, he's like, my son made this for me. It was for my birthday. He's like, this is the son. This is me. This is my he's like son is in sunshine. Mm-hmm. This is the son. This is me. This is my son. Here are some clouds. He was like, and he drew this for me. And then he got it put on a cashmere sweater. And he was like. I guess he got some money. He got some money. Because, uh, but it was like, I don't know. I, honestly, I think that was like the dopest fashion moment of the year. I agree. Well, I wouldn't say dope. But it, was just, it was just a good, you know, the last t- person that, you know, last child who made something for his NBA father was Montrez Harrell with the mask. And we kind of stepped all over that uh, one. So I want to circle that back. That was a fucking lie. That I want to circle lie. back. But, you know, just like, the Russell biggest Westbrook, lie told in League Fits history. My son ordered me this LED Amazon. face mask to wear as I came back from injury. Give me a break. Noah Westbrook definitely drew this Noah shit. Noah Westbrook definitely kid, drew that, yeah. It's, it's like not a good drawing because kids are terrible at everything. But that's what makes it so special. Wow. Yeah. Kids are, I was, I was at a basketball run last night. and There was like a kid's basketball practice before. And I was with my boy Paul. And I was like, dude. Kids suck at everything. <laughs> like, even when they're good, like they still suck. Like the That's number tough. one, like nine year old Pop Warner kid, I'd Reggie Bush stiff star, stiff arm high school. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like I can't play football. Kids suck at everything. Oh my goodness! Like Rival the, the number, like you seen like that kid Blaze, who's abuse. like no, but have you seen that kid Blaze, who's like an eight year old football phenom? Oh, yeah, the dude has like a ten pack. This crazy. Yeah, bro, yeah. he has a ten pack, but. I I I, I, yeah. I Brandon Jacobs his ass bro I'm Derek Henry out there <laughs> Heisman pose yeah, for real like kids suck at everything like they it's just a fact but that's what makes it so special you know what I mean so anyway that was like that was my favorite moment of the year was seeing that sweater and it was it fucking looked cool like you could have been like nah this is that new ALD and I would have been like sick. Sheesh. I wonder what it means. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Noah Westbrook, hero of the pod. You love to see it. Someone, 
someone commented that he's the next Takashi Murakami. I did see that. I like these comments. I'm not going to lie. It was very cool. Yeah. Comment day, section passed the vibe check. I was like, yeah, you guys get it. Little Brody a goat like his dad. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what's even crazier? So the, my new pastime is every time I post a leak bits post, it's no longer a five second process. It's actually like a minute process because I have to wait for all the bot comments and then delete them. This post got like no bots. I were like, why are you looking at my story? It's my people birthday. go to the bathroom. Like, <laughs> yeah. Why are you looking at my page in the bathroom? Like, like even the bots like respected what a wholesome moment this was. I do. I do appreciate that. I do appreciate yeah. that. So the porn bots, thank you. Thank you. You guys took it now on this one. Yes. Only Noah Westbrook can get rid of the Instagram bots. That's the only person who can clean clean up the gram. In the end, the light will always shine and will always win. Wow, what a what an inspirational way to end the podcast. Episode 50, yeah. man. All right. See y'all Friday. David Duke Jr., maybe Shout your league fits work of the year, will be with us. But Whole squad posting looking like we on leaf fits. I'll drift first team this season. I'ma get it cause I got my reasons. On the ground till my heart stop beating. Y'all little boys made me change my demeanor. Too much drip on the ground, I can't see it. Stepping out, I can fly by.